welcome to the deep dive, or more like the sleep dive tonight. How are you, Mr. Smith? Yes, it's going to be a sleep dive, I think, and not too much deep diving. Oh, but we'll I'm try. good. Holding off a little bit better than you, but <laughs> I haven't been driving for the last seven or eight hours. Yeah, so we uh, both had very packed weekends. I was away uh, for the long weekend. Uh, and it was hectic, uh, lots of in-laws and, and hectic things, so yeah. uh, I haven't slept a heap, but we're going to try to get through this. Uh, because we've got six games to talk about and six games to come, this will be a hybrid episode, which we have done before, of the, the preview and the review as one piece. Uh, and the other reason for it is Ed's away, so there won't be a live episode for the next few weeks. Uh, he is away in the States, I think off the top of my head. And um, yeah, it, it was just going to be too difficult to try to record um, without him here. Because uh, obviously, you know, it's not, not just the equipment. He also produces during the show and changes the angles and tries to get the production value as, as good as it can be. So we're going to give it a miss for the next couple of weeks. So that this episode will be basically a hybrid of the reviews and the previews. Uh, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service delivering craft beer across Australia, small business uh, that collect craft beer from a range of different breweries from you know all the states. Pack it into a case of 10 or 20. Uh, you basically set it up like a subscription service. Send it out to your door. Uh, lots of IPAs, very fresh cans directly off the canning line. And uh, it's a good way to try new beer. Yeah, absolutely. Comes as Trent just mentioned, straight to your door, basically straight from the brewery. And yeah, it's a good way to get your beer. It's all in cans. So don't do have to it, leave the house. Don't have to leave the house, and you're doing your bit for the environment. Beer, beer, beer. So beer, that beer, that is beer. that is Hops to Home. Hops to Home. Come to you. No live show, as I said. Uh, we will be back in two weeks' time. Uh, but yeah, check out Beyond the Game TV that we do our AFL TV show with. Let's go. So we're going to do the review. We'll do it. Make sense to do the review first. Do we want to touch on news first or what's going on? Just go straight into the game. I mean, look, I guess if we if Ed was here and we were doing the show, we'd extract a few other things like there's the ball-headed flog thing there's with the f- ex- Nichols. Uh, yeah, there's the uh, raised boot incident, yeah. um, which... Yeah, the fans being ejected. There's the gambling story as well, which is pretty interesting given the rumours around it. There's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, there hasn't been a lot. All right. Well, let's, let's do ten minutes, just well, and then maybe and then in five. Yeah, we'll see. But I think, well, let's start with this. Do, do you think? Uh, let's we'll make a top line questions. Do you yeah. think that it's fair enough that the AFL is cracking down on fans making comments in the crowd to the point now that they're ejecting fans? For saying bald-headed flog, no, uh, it's not a police state, not in any state. It's a bit harsh. I don't it like. Might be at the G. Yeah, I don't. I agree with things like that being said, but you don't eject a fan for it. Like, you're going to lose support. People following the game if you're going to keep doing that. Well, the Richmond cheer squad. Uh, we were alerted to this on Twitter by a uh, Richmond uh, insider who was saying that the Richmond uh, cheer squad have requested from the AFL a list of words that they're allowed to say or or a list of words they're not allowed to say. However, how whichever is the quickest one to do. There was a country a number of years ago that had these types of rules and regulations. Mm. That didn't turn out that well. Yeah. So, no. Over Sad the, state over, of affairs. Over the top. Over the top. Well, I... The fact that the AFL have taken however many years to actually, I don't know, apologise. Do something about it. Well, apologise to Adam Goods and now they're just like, 
one well, and the umpires. Yeah. <laughs> They've been allowed to be abused for hundred years. Yeah, and look, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't agree with the the abusing. I don't see what it achieves, but I mean, unless they're swearing or they're being derogatory and all that type of stuff. No. I mean, people are bald head now. Uh, they, they know it they don't get really offended if you call them bald headed no and a lot of other the reality is a lot of other sports this just doesn't happen so it's been a thing in AFL for a long time you've been able to get away with it uh, there's a lot of like horrible swearing that goes on at the ground uh, I don't have kids but if I did I mean that would be something that would be a fair concern because I don't care but uh, people do yeah so that's the side of, I mean as always the AFL has completely overreacted as always they have gone way way over the top and as always they far and away have overcorrected yep. so for me you and I like to look at the tea leaves of, of incidents like this um, for me the tea leaves are there was a, a serious amount of unrest between the AFL and the umpires about a month two months ago uh, around what I believe was the uh, umpires were told to adjudicate the game differently. Uh, the public wasn't told around how that was. They were put in a very uncomfortable, difficult position. And then as a result, they, uh, there was a, you know, the AFL effectively threw them under the bus and didn't come out and say, look, you know, we did tell the umpires to basically forget about the 15-meter roll to try and move the game along. We did A, B, C, and D. And they'll never admit any of this. Oh, of course not. No. So the reality is the umpires were put in an extremely awkward position that created unrest. And then the umpires have then subsequently, and this, I'm adding a couple of things in here, but this is my opinion, they've come and said, well, how come you're allowing, you're, you, don't, you don't allow racial abuse, you don't allow this, why, is it fair enough to, you know, if I went to your workplace and one's workplace and just yelled at them, bald-headed flog, like you'd been, you would, like you can't obviously do that. And the, the umpires argue that why is that okay during a game? Is that part of the pantomime of sport? All this sort of thing, right? So then they've gone to the AFL and said, well, if, if you're cracking down on A, why can't you crack down on B? And they are, are very AFL style. They've gone completely overboard. And I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that, if, that, that is very, very obvious as that's what's going on, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think that's what's going on. Um, we've seen, again, so many inconsistencies throughout the start of this season that anyone who thinks that that's not at the very least a possibility hmm. um, needs to I'll probably just go back and destroy possibility. Well, just watch the games and then really go, well, hang on, one-on-one's not equaling two here until you come to that conclusion, which you just have. And I think we'll continue to see it throughout this season and hopefully that's the end of it. But most likely not with the way that the AFL as a whole is being run. It's, again... Moving off topic, but we've seen um, reviews again yeah. being um, incorrectly and unprofessionally handled. So, yeah, it's just typical of the AFL that um, making a mountain out of a molehill and yeah. uh, going to the extremes. It's either extremely do nothing or I do the most. Yeah, be just... communist China. So it is. Yeah, it's well well over the top. Yeah, um, yeah, North Korea. The other thing as well that I... I so, the score review again, more embarrassing um, scenario. So, on the Friday night in the Geelong Cats game, Higgins' goal, um, the effectively, it they counted it as a, a point, but it was a goal. So, they went to the umpire's call, the umpire called it a point. And so, but we had, a, you know, only very recently, Collingwood should have gotten the four points and they went to Frio. I mean that's that's that controversy is still very much in play because yeah, if yeah. they miss out on the top four by four points, 
I, I'm and if they with their percentage, if they had been able to get in, I mean, what's well, the thing? I mean, yeah, yes, they're a game clear on in second, but they're two games behind. Geelong, yeah, there's too many games to go. There's, this controversy yeah. is very in play. But I guess my thing is that only like you know a week later, basically, we've got another scenario. So and it, it came out this week as well. I mean, you know, obviously it's horrendous. It came out this week as well that they're going to be bringing in the NRL style, and it's in the states as well. The bunker. So the bunker's going to be coming in next year. Because having a bunker will change everything. Yeah. And just get... You've got the technology, just call the right decision. Mm. Or don't have the don't use the technology and just allow human error to be part of the game. Like one way or the other, like having a bunker. Awesome. Great yeah. expense. Just throw some cash out there. Well, there's also the story this week where... And this, this will evolve throughout the week where basically a, a range of members of the media for Seven and for Fox have come out and said uh, the AFL want us to pay for better scoreline technology and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, this is your league. Yeah. It's crazy. You pay. We're, we're paying well, you're billions of dollars for the rides. I'm not joking. This is this is something that will develop throughout the week. Oh, wow. You'll see more about it in the next couple of days. So they're, they're wanting Seven and Fox to pay for this. The AFL doesn't want to pay. Fox don't have any money. Nobody subscribes to them. No, they, well, they, they <laughs> argue they've got a heap of cash. But no, not a heap of cash. But, but that's have got a insane. bit of cash, but it they've already insane. spent it all. Yeah, getting the rights. Yeah. Yeah, so the AFL, yeah, I don't know. They've got to pull their finger out. They are looking like one of the biggest... Oh, it's a complete basket case. It's, it's as embarrassing as the NRL from five, ten years ago. No, oh, yeah, I don't think it's that far off. Yeah, so... Um, do you want to go into this foot in the back thing? Uh, look, I, I, I just think it was adjudicated wrong. I... It wasn't that rule wasn't brought in so that you couldn't take a mark from behind. Um, yeah, look, I get it, but I don't think this is the right instance or circumstance to be uh, awarding the free kick the other way. Mm. Uh, also, uh, Frio have uh, they're not training at Optus Stadium at all anymore. So yeah, because too many another soft injury, tissues, injuries. Wow! Yeah. So we've got a brand new ground that West Coast uh, deter- uh, you know, hundred percent on that. It's it's created them a range of injuries. The Swans are confident that's how Buddy got his foot issue, and there's been other players as well in the league that have got injured over there. I, this is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Bra- this is a big story. I think this is a bigger story than a lot of the garbage that's been talked oh, about at the moment. Absolutely, I, I it's a brand new ground. Someone else, I think, I think it's Port Adelaide aren't going to rush Wines and potentially Dixon back because of them playing at Optus. This that's um, incredible, isn't it? I know. I mean, they're desperate for these two. <laughs> Talk about amateur. Two of their gu- two of their guns to come back and play senior football, but they don't don't want to risk it on a on a rock hard surface. So yeah, embarrassing. Um, yeah. They've got to get it right. And that's the thing. It's been really hard to do this podcast at times this year because I just think it, the, the AFL is so insanely amateur hour that it's fallen so far, I think, this year. There's just been so many ridiculous incidents. Anyway, um, also the Ablett Boeing thing, do we care? I mean, obviously, there was a heavy amount of it. It didn't really kind of continue through the game in the Geelong game because they won by a long way. Uh, and all of the Richmond fans went home. And what I, I, I'm, I'm just now confused. Why are they booing him? Is it because he throws elbows and punches people in the jaw? Is it's it because a, he likes Izzy? Or is it because he's just so good? That booing know. him makes him play... Oh, no, that's not It's right. a follow the leader. He, yeah. he, he plays extremely well, so stop booing him. You just give him a reason to wipe the floor with you, which he did again. He mm. was, yeah, crazy. 
Uh, I don't think there's two. That's about it. Is there anything else that's really worth talking about? No. Anything? I guess it's not something... worth talking about. No, there's not. There's Collingwood supporters will want to probably talk about the Mick Malthouse, Mick Malthouse and the Bucks feud. Oh, that feels like a century. Ago they hate now, each other, but get over yeah. it. Big deal. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's too much else. I mean, obviously, we spoke about Bolton already. The sackings. Um, I'm just trying to think through the teams. There's not really anything. The, kind the playing of... group liked to piss and shit on his grave, though. After he left, that yeah, was, well, that was good on good on him. They have definitely. Obviously, they obviously didn't have any respect for him. Well, that was obvious on the field, really. Yeah. Um, I think let's just do let the games do the talking yeah. from here. So Richmond, uh, Geelong on the Friday night, thirty-seven to one hundred and four. In a very bizarre game, the Cats murdered Richmond pretty comfortably in the end. Uh, what do we think about this game? So, I guess because we are, we've only got six games to talk about, it's going to be shorter. But I guess this is this is a really weird game to discuss. It's not, I mean, so first quarter, Richmond come out, fantastic, heaps of tackles, you know, amazing pressure. It, I did think, can Richmond sustain this? Through the whole game, mm. um, and it turns out they couldn't sustain it for more than a quarter. No, and my concern was for all their hard work across the field, the one thing you can't afford to not do against the Geelong team at the moment is kick goals, and they didn't. They did not for the amount of extra uh, physicality they put into this game in the first quarter. Um, you would have hoped that they had a three-goal lead, yeah, uh, to be any chance. And then after quarter time, well, it was just. It was like they stopped playing footy. Um, I think the the Cats also did their homework and were able to nullify Cochin and, and Martin very, very well. Mm. And they just didn't seem to get going until the last quarter again, mm. which the game was over and the Cats probably turned the... Yeah, Danger didn't really play well early and a bunch a bunch of the Cats didn't play well early, but then they came good pretty quickly yeah. in the second and onwards. And yeah, It was pretty so interesting. I, think... like, I mean, yeah, Danger got a lot of ability just Wasted it. He was going at about thirty percent official, less than thirty percent efficiency in that yeah. first quarter, and then yeah. obviously put in a dominant performance after that, and um, was a little bit more efficient. And obviously, yeah, Ablett was, was very serviceable again. Kelly was amazing. Um, Duncan was pretty good. Uh, Hawkins now is five weeks in a row that he's kicked four he more goals. Yeah. He looks really good. They're all they're in just, great form. Yeah, um, Stewart Taylor, like the they just got as we've said basically all year. They've just got winners across every line. Yeah, I mean, how's this for a turnaround? Two one to o two in in, in the half time two four to seven four. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was it? They went, I think, thirteen unanswered goals until Richmond scored again, or something ridiculous. Well, like Richmond that. didn't score their third goal until the third quarter. Yeah, they so, only got five for the night. Yeah, which is un- almost unheard of. Um, well, it was not that long ago, I guess, but. In recent times. Recent was, times, yeah. <laughs> Except for this year. Yeah. <laughs> but that's no Jack Rewald in the forward line, so, um, yeah. And then, yeah, Lynch was an out too, pulling uh, a injury just beforehand. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, obviously, Cats very, very good. Richmond's, you know, are extremely stretched. What do we think? So, can Richmond continue on to try to turn this around or are um, they gassed? Do, nah. we, do we think their depth has been heavily tested? I'll, yes and no. I'm not writing them off. I still think they're... If they get even half the injured players back, they'd start becoming a very, very good outfit uh, again. Yeah. It, 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 the thing with Richmond's injuries, they, they're the key personnel, like seriously key personnel in that team that 
without them, they're always going to struggle. I mean, people go, oh, look, look at what Colin. Colin would have got a lot of injuries as well. So go, yeah, bring some of those players back and then have an injury to Grundy, mm. side bottom, Pendlebury. Yeah, their injuries are really starting to mount. I yeah. think the depth has been heavily tested. To be honest, I don't see them winning the flag this year uh, at all. I think they'll make finals. I think there's enough games left. They've won enough up to this point. I think they'll play finals, but I think they'll come in at the bottom of the eight and maybe win one, maybe two finals, but then that'll be it. Because they'll, be, they'll, they'll come from the long route. I, I don't. If Rance is the only player missing come finals, I reckon Richmond can seriously Possibly. shake it up. But that's, everything's got to go right. Everything's got to go really, yeah. really right, and they've got to start to sneak a few wins. And they really... Well, they went. They've made it to the buy with an extremely wet sail. So it, they are one of those. This happens often. Um, people do forget this does happen where there'll be a team that's been pretty good through the first half of the year and then really got there in a wet sail at the end, had a couple of beatings, mm. and then come back after the buy and they've been much better. So, but who yeah. knows? I think the depth's been very tested. I think their forward line is uh, really not providing anywhere new. You know, it's something that doesn't get discussed enough. I think I don't think there are that many Richmond players that are playing better football than they were last year. So I think Hooley is is in career best form. Uh, Presti has been pretty good. Yeah, um, Martin. Yeah. So there's been at times. There's definitely been some players that have been. At, but then you know, certainly offensively, Castagna down. Uh, I think Rioli can barely get into. Rioli the game. can barely get into the side. So I think a lot Caddy's of he's been down yeah, because Lynch of that injury. It hasn't early. been great since he's got there really. So and then Rioli's been out a lot. So that's their forward line's been pretty decimated. Uh, midfield's not probably as tight and then Cochin was out for quite a while obviously as well and then their backline's been pretty decimated too so I don't think uh, yeah yeah they just haven't been able to consistently put the same players out in the field week in week out which you speak to anyone if you're going to have a real tilt at a flag you need your best players and the same players playing week in week out to get some continuity and they just haven't been able to get it so yeah on on Quietly confident that they can shake things up come September if the personnel come back. If not, like we've seen with so many other teams, you do get tested when you start um, not having six or eight of your top 22 not there week in, week out. It's just it's really hard for a footy team to keep keep winning. It's a special side that can do that, and we've only probably seen one or two in the last 10 or so years that have been able to. Yeah, so the Cats obviously very good with their run home. They're going to win 18, 20 games pretty, yeah, pretty almost, easily. They've almost sewn up the minor premiership. So oh, it would have to go really bad. Pretty incredible. Yeah, I think that's almost guaranteed. And, yeah. and they're, well, they're obviously making top four. Um, yeah, obviously, we don't need to run through all the same things again. Obviously, they played the way they play, very efficient. Uh, Duncan, I, you know, he, he looks incredible. What a, what a lift he's had. Uh, that adds even more dynamic to the side already. They've got so many stars, but then now he's bobbed up, and, yeah. you know, playing as good at football as he's ever played. Well, that's the thing. Menegol um, is the only player, I think, at the moment that's on the injury list that is a walking um, 22 for this. I think they've got everyone else right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that game. Uh, Richmond obviously getting to Dubai, uh, extremely wet sail. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit optimistic, but at the same time, I, I do think they're going to heavily struggle to make much of an impact this year. They've just had too much decimation. Uh, I think it's, yeah, next year's probably going to be their best bet for them. And uh, Cat's great. Uh, weird old game again on the Saturday games now. So Carlton versus the Lions, 78-63. to Lions in complete control, dominating... 
three three to oh three, really, you know, just in complete control. You know, then three four to six four at half time. So you know, seriously controlling the game. Look like they're going to run away with it, and then the Blues ran over the top of them. And Cripps has one of the all time games, um, certainly in the modern era. And the whole game completely turns around. Yeah, and uh, as as has been spoken about across uh, many, many footy circles, the the move to put Ed Kerno on uh, Lockie Neal and, yeah. and do a and shut down, shut him down, shut him down. So that again is uh, is that something that is concerning for Brisbane, mm. or have they got the the depth? To be able to handle that, should teams well, go to Lockie Neal for the rest of the year, we'll wait and see. Obviously, yeah, I, I think it's a bit concerning because yes, they're a young team, but they've got enough experience there to know that. Oh, hang on, if Lockie, he wasn't there last year, so I don't know who was winning the footy um, for them when he wasn't there. So I don't know. There's a few players there that are well, probably not lifting or not not playing quite as good as they did no. last year. Zorko is one of them. And I think a lot of their youth is lacking maturity as well, uh, particularly away games. You know, Rainer's averaging seven, uh, sorry, nine possessions this year. So it's just not enough. Um, Interesting, he, though. His first 30 game stats are better than Gary Ablett They're incredible. But then yeah. he has not been great of late. And Hipwood, yeah. again, didn't really turn up. Well, a lot of the better players. Wiedering had his breakout game. He actually... He's been better, yeah. But this particular game, no, no, no. I yeah, thought, I, I thought, just like, well, finally he's starting to. Um, What's well, he got? Some confidence. Rinse. His team is going all right. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's not not full, not the ball coming into him. No. Rapid fire all the time. So. But Zorko was poor. It was a perfect. I mean, I think again, another team probably coming into the bye, uh, a bit underdone. Apparently, they were pretty flat at training as well, Brisbane. But you look, you know, like Lions didn't really impact much at all. Um, couldn't do anything with Cripps. I think that was a, a pretty didn't really work as a, a match at all. Um, yeah, so there were there were a lot of things that, that yeah, just we, didn't work. Harris so, Andrews was not meant to play and then ended up playing and didn't really have much of an impact. I mm, thought. No, it'll be interesting to see how Brisbane go in the second half and whether this buy helps to rejuvenate them or are they still too? What's are the, they still yeah. going to be too young to really have make that, to that step? step? I think they play finals, but I think it's going to be at the back end of the eight. I, I don't see them... I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to make top four. And it's like, well, obviously that's on. That's a possibility, but I, I don't I don't see it. I yeah. think next year that's going to be their real push. I, I just don't think they've got the maturity to do it this year. Yeah, they've proven it too many times. Yeah, and especially when we get... And we'll talk about it when we uh, speak about the Crows. The Crows are starting to gel and um, look good. So they're another team that could... Uh, sort of threatened for that top four spot. Yeah. But, yeah, look, interesting. Uh, and then from a Carlton perspective, obviously, um, you know, finally chalking up a, a second win. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, what we were saying around Bolton, it is pretty funny, you know, when the shackles get released, obviously they're not playing finals this year. There's not as much pressure now. Uh, the heat's kind of come off. Um, you know, temperature's been turned down, and it's amazing what they can do. Yeah, you you really. I think the great teams, you know, Hawthorne are really good at doing this. A lot of the great teams of the, you know, not just modern era, is really keeping insulation in, within your. I guess this is going to sound really cliched, but four walls and, and within your club, so that when the heat comes, protecting the team and protecting everyone around there, so that they don't feel it as much and try to play as freely as freely as they can as often as possible. It's it's so important. Absolutely, and when when that heat comes through and it impacts, um, you know, the day, 
it's interesting, isn't it? Like, the poorer teams just completely struggle to do that. Yeah, and like you and I have discussed over the over the years before we were doing the podcast, we always felt that it was going to take a lot longer for GWS to be a real threat because they haven't built a culture yet. Yes, they've got an amazing playing list, but now that culture, like, if anything goes wrong at, mm. at the Giants, they've got all the people in there to be able to protect their players, mm. like you were just saying. And I think now they'll start to be that. But it, it is paramount, and I think Carlton... St Kilda, North Melbourne to a lesser degree, um, and yeah, some of these less successful clubs or clubs that are, probably don't have the membership base that some of the bigger players uh, clubs do mm. have lacked because they haven't got the yeah, infrastructure and, and the personnel in the admin side of things to be able to yeah shield some of that shit coming through and affecting the playing group. Yeah, I took a bunch of notes for the early part of the game, but there's not really any point going over it because Brisbane didn't really do them in the second half. Um, Walsh, I think, I mean, he's, he's, he looks like, I mean, I know we've spoken about him a bunch of times, but Walsh looks so good. Yeah. Like he, he just looks, this is, you know, there was a number of moments in this game where you just thought, geez, they've got another freak on their hands here. Uh, yeah, look, great effort, Carlton, um, you know, turning around and, uh, getting a a win so quickly after Bolton is, uh, interesting, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's not much to say about this. I mean, Carlton aren't going to play finals, but let's you know hope they keep developing the kids. I hope they obviously keep pushing and um, you know gradually building so that 2020 is a, is a, a proper, a, finally a proper turnaround. And, yeah, and hope, hopefully this just builds some confidence in the playing group. I yeah, mean, well, that's the thing. The beaten a team that's probably going to be playing finals this year, which I mean, so many of them lack confidence. Yeah, so who knows. But. Next game, Suns North, 72-99, North getting up at Metricon. Uh, yeah, Suns are cooks now. I don't think they're going to win too many more games. Uh, they just can't run the games out. Uh, I think Carlton will be higher than the Suns on the ladder by the end of the year. Yeah, see, I, I, weird game. I mean, they got smashed in the first quarter and then essentially won the game after that. <laughs> yeah. that's It's crazy, yeah. It's... I don't know what's going on up there. Um, the, the break cannot come quick enough for, for the Suns. This is a game that I thought they were going to win uh, because it was up there. North have had a sort of an unusual first half of the year, but they seem to be building. Um, they obviously tried also to experiment free as well. Tried to experiment with Zebel in the forward line in the first month. Didn't work. Put him in the midfield. Oh, start winning games. How unusual. Oh, also frees Ben He's Brown up to do. So, yeah, look, they're, um, they're going on night. Pretty okay for a mid-run team. I don't think North is seriously going to push for finals, but, you know, stranger things have happened. I think Jared Pollock over the last few weeks has started to feel pretty comfortable there now and seems to be doing all right. Um, and other than that, yeah, um, the Gold Coast just find ways to, to lose games of footy, whether it's dying in the arse in, in the last quarter or not turning up in the first quarter they'll do it every which way yeah the worm is pretty funny with the two teams because it kind of goes up for a split second and then it sinks and then it sinks yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Suns are cooked I, I, they'll win probably another game I reckon between now and the end of the year but I, I, I don't think you'd pencil them down for too much more than maybe one or two nah. wins maximum nah and max and, and and on the flip side North Melbourne now every game that they go into I'm going to go oh hang on are they going to be a chance? sneaky chance except for those top Two or three teams. Well, they're just yeah. they're playing very free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. 
Uh, yeah, not a lot to discuss really out of this game. There's not too many highlights. Um, I mean, they said there were 11,000 people at the game. I don't think there were 11 people at the game. 11,000? That's what they said. Oh, the official count. Oh, there was 35,000 at the China game too, wasn't there? Uh, Jaina. Uh, yeah, there was. So the official count was, sorry, not 11,000. I don't know. Someone told me it was 11,000. So they've said the official count was 9,305. Was that including the playing group uh, and the coaches and the umpires? And they counted them five and times. And the security guards? And they counted them eight times. And the people at the casino? Counted them ten times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Anyway, All right. So that, that's yep. made up. But anyway, I guess the AFL is, um, you know, a, well, a police they're, state. So. Well, they're, they're alluring to themselves, aren't they? They are, literally. Yeah. Um, and they've proven that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not much to dissect out of this game. Next game, Crows, the Giants. Uh, game didn't start very well, 82-61, to 61, but it turned out pretty good. Good effort from the Crows, obviously coming up against a seriously good side in the Giants. Uh, yeah, great game, great win. Tech stood up. I thought uh, Sloan was very good as well. Yeah, their leaders stood up for the first time in probably a while. in a while at Adelaide. I think it was Eddie Betts' best game for the year as well. Ridiculous Betts. goal at the end. Oh, crazy. So, yeah, yeah look, I'll be honest. I I did fall asleep in the first half, the first quarter of this game. It was so... Well, Giants weren't great. No, either. both teams poor. were slow, boring. There was lots of um, turnovers. It just wasn't oh, very good football. It got a little bit better in the second and then uh, quarter, and then the second half was obviously uh, really pretty good uh, viewing. Yeah, um, well, it had a lot of twists and turns, turns because at one point Adelaide were you know getting towards sort of you know twenty five, thirty plus points up, and you thought, oh well, they're just going to run away with it. What a terrible game! But then the Giants came back, actually led at. Um, three-quarter time, and then led at periods of the fourth quarter as well, and then just got pants at the end. Yeah, and so. just and, and the best players for each, each of the sides um, really stood up in that last sort of quarter and a bit too. So, mm. like, Taranto and Kelly were extremely good for the... Um, for the, the Giants and the Crouch Brothers, and as you just mentioned, the, the leaders, Walker, Sloan, Betts, um, and to a lesser degree, I thought Jenkins, uh, and then obviously the back line, um, I thought uh, um, Roy Laird, again, was very, very good, which he has been all year. Mm. I think so too. Uh, yeah, good game. I mean, look, ultimately, I think the Giants, uh, good timing for the bye. bit disappointing to lose this one, but I still think they're going to be serious contenders this year. Uh, I think they'll win a fair few games in the back end of the year and really uh, make a push for it. Um, I still think that's very on. The Crows are building. I think this is a really good scalp, and it's going to be pretty fascinating to see where they go from here. The Crows are one of the biggest question marks, I think, between now and the end of the year. What do you think? Yeah, they're starting to build, and um, obviously two on the trot up to fifth spot. They've got a pretty handy percentage, considering they have lost four games, about 112. They'll get a lot of games at home. Um, I guess for a lot of teams, I mean, they've, they've got an okay fixture coming up. So they got Richmond, Geelong, Port Adelaide, the Gold Coast, and Essendon. So if they can win three out of those five, they're going to be sitting pretty comfortably in, yeah. the, in, the, in the eight. And you wouldn't say, and I wouldn't think that they, they go out from there. So just whether they can get it to the top four or not. But I think from here on in, they're, they're playing finals for me. Taranto, I thought, was really good, but yeah, I mean, obviously, there was a lot more to like on the Crow side. I thought Jenkins was better. It's good to see him getting a bit more of a go, um, but yeah, I mean, Crouch was, obviously, both the Crouches were really good. Malia, I think, had a pretty good game as well. 
Um, you know, Kelly obviously is is a, such a good player for the Giants, and and Himmelberg always they always you know they're they're two yeah. serious you know I think pillars. Definitely. The one interesting player for me is um for Adelaide is Hugh Greenwood because he was a late in. Yeah, he wasn't great, and then he had took that really good mark. Yeah, he takes yeah. does something. Um, and while he's not getting a lot of the ball, I mean, when you got the Crouch brothers racking up or seventy almost together, and then slow. Um, is he just that um, offside that you just have to guard? Otherwise, he can go forward and do that. Be interesting to see if he stays on their list at the end of the year because he doesn't seem to be getting too much um, regularity in the seniors. But he's no. a pretty good player. Mm. Anyway, wait and see. But yeah, yeah that was probably the, probably the game of the round. Yeah, look, it wasn't the greatest round going around, but uh, round and around. But a few it, beltings. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really have too much sizzle about it. But no. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I tipped the Giants. I thought they would go over there and just sneak it. Uh, did get very close, and obviously they actually led in the fourth, so they did obviously get very close. But, um, yeah, the margin probably doesn't show how close it was. But then, you know, nice effort by the Crows. I still want to see them take another probably bigger scalp as well. Um, you know, talking about their run home, there's a few there that I'd like to see them win, and then I'd have a lot more confidence leading into finals that they're going to make a proper push of it. Yeah. Oh, of course. I think as time's gone on too, I think I'm starting to believe more that there was a period there where I thought the Crows just didn't have a plan C or D. Like, they're one of those teams where it looks like they've got a couple of plans, but if things kind of go wrong, tactically, I don't think think they're a little bit slow to adjust at times as well. Bits and pieces like that, like really obvious tactics that, that you would think you would take into a game, they wouldn't be able to execute. But I, I have more confidence in them now. But that said, I still, you know, I, I still want to see another scalp. And this is good. They've got one, so but I want to see more. Yeah, so, I mean, if they can then look way ahead into the crystal ball, like round 22, they've got Collingwood at home. Yeah, if they can win be. that, um, then leading into the finals, and they've got West. So they've got a, well, they, they've got a, they could be playing for a spot in the top four. Yeah, so they've got, um, they've got a sort of a, a balance of lower teams and higher teams for the, the second half of the year. So, um, obviously, if they play finals and they get in the top four, it'll be deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney right. West Coast, hundred and sixteen to seventy one. Uh, what's going on? What is this well, continues? I know, and obviously, and all of a sudden, uh, Sydney um, learn how to kick goals, score eighteen of them. Yeah, uh, it's amazing what happens when you kick eighteen eights. Usually, win a game of football. You do. Accuracy is king, and I think we couldn't believe the the stats that were floating around earlier in the week. I mean, Cousins was playing for West Coast the last time West Coast. One up, and some of the names like they're people we haven't heard about for a million years. Not just cousins, there's a bunch of them that you know. The last time they won in Sydney, yeah, Cut Langdon was playing, wasn't he? No, yeah, Wusha, Wusha was there. Yeah, no, but it, it's so long ago. Mick Moldhouse was the coach. Mick, oh mate, angry Mick, but no, it's it's it is incredible that it's still going. It's I thought if they're ever going to do it. It's this is now. I I, I did consider yeah. tipping Sydney, but I thought Surely. look, it's been going for so look. You know, they're a pretty good team. And you think heading into the bye, they want to make a bit of a statement. But look, they're in that box of teams that are really, to some degree, heading to the the bye with a bit of a wet sail as well. And I know they've had a few injuries, but still, like I, I did not expect a, a a loss like that. No, that's exactly right. I, I didn't expect them to lose this game. I thought they'd go up there and win pretty convincingly. Sydney, basically all year, have looked unconvincing. Even the wins that they've got have been. Controversial, let's just say that. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, 
uh, it was great to see the big fella up and about in Buddy. It's um, great for football, yeah. And obviously have some help as well. He wasn't the only one that uh, got in on the action um, with uh, Papley. I think Papley's had been building up until about two or three weeks ago where he's been playing consistent footy ever since, but uh, seen Buddy uh, up and about and that, that goal after the siren. Um, having to run well, straight over the mark. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then Jake Lloyd and uh, Rampy um, were obviously uh, very, very good for them. And yeah. Down back as well, which they've probably been the two consistent, most consistent players for the Swans all year. Yeah, I mean, when he's not climbing the post, he's been pretty. He's been good. Ish. Oh, it's good. They got, <laughs> four, they, they got the four points. For that's him, true. Won the game. Yeah, that's true. He was a match winner. Um, no, I, look, great effort from Sydney. Uh, they are. One of the hardest teams in the league, I think now, particularly with this result, to predict. Um, they just win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Yeah, how do you... Uh, they turn up a terrible performance and then they come and beat the Premiers, convincingly. Convincingly. Uh, and they haven't played the SCG well for like the last couple of years either. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, this is very, very, very difficult to read. I think they were much better. They were far more efficient. Uh, the, offensively, they were way better structured. Uh, I thought a lot of their leaders were a lot better as well. And you know, a lot of... I just thought consistently they stood up across the ground and it, it worked. It was it, 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 it's such a I still don't believe the result. No, me either be and I really um, yeah, they're just so hard to have a read on and fun, the the way this season's going, I mean obviously it's still a long, long, long way to go. They're now in with a chance of potentially sneaking a final spot. I don't think they will. No, there's not I don't think they've got enough but, time to do that but yeah but playing footy like this they're going to beat most teams that they play just that's true they, just whether they can do this week in week out crazily too they actually I don't I just don't understand what's going on they looked fit Sydney which there are times this year where I haven't thought that at all no we're heading into the bye maybe it's just this west coast thing I mean last year they went over over there and, and won um, maybe they just like beating up or playing West Coast. Maybe this match up really relevant. I don't anyway. understand. It, it's a very strange scenario. Very strange. Good good for Sydney. Um, probably good for footy. Not so good weird for, for the, gamblers. Yeah, weird for the gamblers and, and people tipping uh, throughout the uh, the weekends. Uh, I'm not sure how everyone else went, but I had a shocker. Well, I got three. That's probably the average, I think, most people. Because it was a few upsets this round. I did um, go with a couple of ones, but yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, look, um, nice to see a, a free-flowing Sydney. We haven't seen that all year. West Coast, yeah, disappointing. I, I think their their premiership credentials took a hit with that with that loss. Yeah. Um, if they can't get a home final, uh, there's a big question mark now. People go, oh, they've got rid of their MCG hoodoo, and I say, well, yeah, they may have, but if they can't win in other interstate games, then who knows? Um, yeah, bizarre scenario. Uh, I don't know. I need to see more of this to really give much analysis because it's kind of come completely out of nowhere, I think. Um, Eagles, I think they've been good enough this so far. I think they'll win a lot of games at the back end of the year. Um, I think the bike wouldn't come soon enough, but I, I reckon they'll win a range from here. So I, I still think they're not only going to play finals. I think they're a chance to make top four. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely have them playing finals and it would be... Very unusual if they weren't a top four finish again for the same reasons. They yeah. play a lot of games at home still, and they've got a fairly easy run home. It's not memory. horrible. It's not horrible. No, no, no. There's only there's. Oh, I, can, I saw some 
article last week about the run home. All I can remember is Hawthorne had the hardest. Um, and yeah. I think Essendon had one of the easiest. No, not Essendon. Um, Adelaide had one of the well, easiest. Geelong have got a fantastic one. Yeah, Geelong have got a fantastic run home. So, so. Uh, weird game. Yeah, look, I, I look, don't know really what to say. It, it's kind of left me a little bit... Um, Speechless? Yeah. But Which is I, unusual when it comes to footy. That's true. Well, well, what do you say? I mean, it's a bizarre sort of... It, it's the reverse of what Sydney, I thought happened. Sydney played out of their skin and West Coast barely... Looked tired. Barely got on the and floor. And they need, they yeah. need to get some players back. They do, um, yeah. It's starting to look really t- tired. Like, Nick Nat couldn't get back into that side quick enough, I think, just no. to add some excitement. They'll be fine, though. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I thought they defended Buddy a bit poorly throughout the night. I mean, there's a range of things you can talk about, but I don't think they're going to matter in terms of the overall... You know, reality of the season no and this is not the type of game I really want to go too deep into anyway because no. I think it's it was rubbish out of, out of the as a game field. it wasn't great no no it's great uh, for Sydney supporters that yeah that, well that yeah uh, Pies versus D's 98 to 57 uh, Queen's birthday another pretty bad game Melbourne all the same problems so if you want to hear about Melbourne this is not the podcast for you uh, all the same problems all the same deficiencies all the same issues. Like, yeah. I don't think there yes. was... But there was a few moments where they were a bit better. I thought Wiedemann found um, something. I thought Gorn, obviously, was excellent. But I, I this, there's no point going into this game. They'll look, yeah. It's next year. They'll probably tank a fair bit from here, you'd imagine. Yeah, why not? Why not? They know that they've got the personnel to, to do the job. It's just and they can get a top draft pick now. So yeah. there's no point them really trying to win from here. Absolutely. I don't think so. The, the, the season's long gone. The, none of the players play with any confidence. Um, they they look shot. The, the, I mean, how can a team constantly win so much of the football and... Yeah, it, it's... it's they just don't know how to kick off. Yeah, the ratio is some of the worst insane. of all time now in yeah. terms of... Uh, the the contested yep. numbers they get versus how much they're actually winning, uh, and, and you know their conversion of inside fifties just to to majors is horrific. Anyway, so that's that. And then Collingwood just did what Collingwood have been doing all year. Yeah, they beat so, up on a shit team and got a little bit of a handy percentage there, and yeah. probably good coming into whenever they have their buy. Just have a nice easy win on there, and and sitting on second spot on the ladder. Game game clear. So. And I thought Stevenson was really good. Um, I definitely liked a range of players that I think have been good this year. Uh, had come out and were really good, so that that was exciting. There was, you know, I thought Dugowie was pretty good as well. Hoskin Elliott was pretty impressive, and Trelaw was pretty good all week. But it was good to see Stevenson have a seriously good game. Yeah, um, absolutely. As much because I don't think he's been as good possibly as last year. Maybe he's had some moments. But he's had some, yeah, like every week. Last, been bad. Every game last year though, he was looked, so exciting. He looked so exciting. I think. Now, we probably expect that of him, even though it's in his second year. Yeah. And, yeah, look, yeah, I was very impressed by him. Again, very impressed by uh, still Sidebottom's game, uh, which has just become the norm now. He's fantastic. Panels was pretty good, although a little bit quieter than he has been, but he didn't need to because, as you said, some other players stood up uh, for this game. Very disappointing from Melbourne. Uh, Very good by Collingwood. Yeah. So one thing out of this is the kind of the battle of who's the best ruck. Um, I don't think it was totally fair. And again, uh, so a few people sort of came after us a bit on Twitter around us saying that Grundy was comfortably the best ruckman in the game. A few things I would say out of that. Firstly, we said that a few weeks ago. So football one. changes pretty quickly. Yeah. At the time, it was, I think, definitely correct. Gorn's had definitely, his last two or three weeks have been a lot better. 
Uh, and this week was probably the better one of the better performances by Ruckman all year. So all of that, but at the same time... We're the only two that have been saying it because as far as I'm concerned... I think a lot of people I think everyone that. else has said that Grundy is clearly the best Ruckman in the competition because yeah. it has been this year. Yeah, well, just, people obviously got too much time on their hands and yeah. then also people are not really understanding the difference between a fact and an opinion. Um, this is an opinion show. Uh, it's not a fact. No, there's definitely... There's no fa- what, there's no facts in football, especially this year. Well, I can't predict the future and ultimately... It's not a fact that Geelong are going to win the grand final. No, none of it's a fact. The whole thing's it's an opinion business. Yeah. And ultimately... Um, but I think one thing that wasn't highlighted as well was a lot. I think people saying, "Well, now clearly, Gorn is surely after watching this game." A lot of the talk was clearly now you must acknowledge that that Gorn is the best ruckman, and it's like, well, I mean, Grundy's got a lot of injury issues, so that that's affected it. Uh, you know, Melbourne won the hitouts by like sixteen, I think it was in the end, off the top of my head. So I get it, but at the same time, I think just chill. Yeah, I'm not I mean, quite sure. It's and there are a couple of other Ruckmans in the comp that... Have been pretty good. Like Goldstein and Wits. I mean, d- depends if we're talking about total hitouts. I think Wits has got the most hitouts for the season. So mm. if that's what you... Look, they're, they're the two best. Yeah. And then there's a run of other Rucks that come next. I would say Goldstein this year is probably the third um, mm. with Wits number four. And then there's arguments about, well, what do they bring to the table and all that type of stuff. Well, there's probably one clear thing. Grundy, as I said, Grundy and Gorn are the two Well, he's in the winning premier. team. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, That's why I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I, I don't think I don't think people understand how this works. Like obviously what like it why would you take a point guard from a team? Like as an example, right? So what's the um Charlotte point guard? Uh Kemba. Kem yeah, Kemba. Yeah, Kemba. Yeah, sorry. So you, are you gonna take Kemba? Or a point guard that might his numbers might slightly be worse, but he's on a team that just completely obliterates. Or Lillard. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's a comparison. I'm taking Damian Lillard. Well, yeah, because he's a winner he's and he's, winner. he's around winning all the yeah, time, absolutely. and he understands winning. I, 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 anyway, I thought it was pretty funny too because a bunch of people came after us, and then at the end it was pretty funny. Gorn did his classic uh, hook out to the left, another choke in front of goal. And it was like, you sure this guy's the the goat? Like, let's just uh, ease up. Let's just relax. You know, I'm yeah. not quite sure that. I'm taking the ruckman from the number two on the ladder, and not the ruckman from third bottom. Yeah, and that's ultimately <laughs> third bottom. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just remind uh, all the Melbourne listeners out there. Well, third bottom. No, these weren't even oh. Melbourne supporters. There's, no. there's just a few people that just seem. Oh really? Just, just people that have you know they they want to prove you wrong even though oh, okay. it, we, who said we were right? Yeah, which, which, which is an opinion. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, just just check the dictionary. Yeah, um, opinion. Opinion, and then also look at facts. Put put them up on two two Google tabs and and check them out. Yes. Um. Anyway. So anyway, that was that's, look. It, yeah, it wasn't a great game. Melbourne obviously really very poor again. Uh, I think it's just been such an incredible drop off. Uh, McDonald as well, like what a joke! This he is. has to go back. He has to oh, go back uh, now, doesn't he? Surely. Yeah, just... I thought May was okay as well. Lever was okay. It was good to finally see that together. But I thought, yeah, considering how much football Lever has missed, I thought it was an exceptional return to semi yeah. footy. May, yeah, pretty good. Oh, look, they they're, they're going to be fine. They just give them. Um, they just need some uh, match time fitness and get their head around timing and all that type of stuff. They'll be fine. They're both bloody good players and professionals. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Melbourne, obviously, have got a lot of other work to do. Um, 
between now and next year, um, highest priority would be getting a pick two, I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, Oliver also seems very shot as well. I think he's been found out after his season last year. I think he's a bit easier to manhandle, especially because they're not going well as a team. Yeah. So he had so another another week, and this has become a trend in his game. His ratio of kicks to handballs, like Shield was a little while ago, so seven kicks to twenty six handballs. So it's starting to get to the point where he's doing whatever he can to avoid kicking the ball and, and setting up a play rather than giving it to somebody else. Oh, so little injury, you reckon? Got a little niggle well, somewhere, and he, he doesn't want to push it because the second they're, they're highest, shit anyway at the moment, well, and the, they'll be even worse without him. Yes, yeah, and the okay. second highest in terms of handballs was seventeen. So right. he's he's comfortably in front. Very, yeah, interesting. So watch, watch this space. Watch this space. Uh, hashtag facts. Um, and I, I, I found that pretty interesting. That is bloody interesting. There we go, a bit of old mate interest. Yeah. Um, so that is a bit of a kind of look at the round. Not the greatest rounds, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So obviously Essen and Frio, Hawthorne, Ports and Kilda and the Doggies all had the bye. Um, yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think this was a great round. I, I thought the, the Richmond Collingwood. Uh, there was just so many bizarre games. Like there's not, and I don't. I think that some of the probably bigger talking points are not really worth talking about because in terms of the overall season, I, I think a bunch of them won't matter. No, this, this you know was, what I mean? Like, this is going to be like an outlier of a round. I think so. For the rest of the year because, yep, um, number of upsets and just the way the games unfolded for each, all mm. of them really, were just really unusual. I mean, a lot of people would have predicted a Geelong win, but not by that margin. Yeah. Um, not many people are oh, saying with the the Giants and Adelaide, but who would have thought it would, would have been such a seesawing affair? Yeah. Sydney beating West Coast. Yeah. Only the people that remembered that there's a massive hoodoo at the SCG would have gone Sydney. Um, and I guess the margin for the Melbourne Collingwood game again, like everyone picking Collingwood, but mm. not probably by that much. See, so that 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 was an opinion. So, hashtag opinion. Oh, sorry. Hashtag opinion. Yeah, it was an opinion. Opinion. No, no, so, no well, earlier, there, no. that handball thing, fact. Tangible, yeah. real. Tangible. Numbers. Real. Yeah, it's on paper. So, there you it's go. even that, on that, a computer. That probably makes it easy now. Yeah, so that was just my opinion. <laughs> opinion. Yeah. Round 13 for some more opinions. More opinions. Uh, we should have called today AFL Opinions. That would have been, <laughs> yeah. that would have been good. Oh, old Mate Opinions would have been good. Old That's Mate Opinions. Yeah. That That's could be the name of the, That could be the name of this episode. Maybe we reboot the podcast at one point. Hey... We're almost getting up to the hundredth episode too. We're getting close. I think. What are we up to now? Like this is ninety eight or ninety seven. I can't remember. Anyway, I just close. I just didn't want to miss it. So. No, no, hey, no, 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 no. Get excited over no, some no. champagne or something. That's true. We'll we'll, we'll now get that's there. a fact. That was a fact. <laughs> we will get there. Uh, round thirteen Thursday nights so are coming up soon. Uh, oh. Crows, Richmond, Adelaide Oval. What do we think? This becomes a very interesting game. It now. has now. With this wacko round, it has made this yeah, game absolutely. more interesting. Um, look, it's Tuesday night. We're a few nights out. Obviously, don't know what the teams, who's injured, who's uh, who's coming back and whatnot. This is the type of game you would think Richmond will get up for because they often like to confuse everyone by going into state and winning the unwinnable. Yep. And like Port Adelaide earlier in the year. And Frio earlier mm-hmm. as well. So... Um, and Adelaide this year have been inconsistent, um, losing some of the games that they should win at home. Um, so tough. I'm going to go with Adelaide at this early stage. I'm going with Adelaide as well. Again, yeah, I don't 
Don't know the teams. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any major, major ins for Richmond. I think there even might be some more outs, so that doesn't help. So, yeah, Adelaide for me. Uh, I think they'll be able to back it up. Friday night, uh, Essendon versus the Hawks. Big game at the Marvel, which is weird. Oh, because of Essendon. Have to yeah. Play games at Marvel. Uh, what do we think? Um, yeah, so still one of the most heated and hated rivalries in the AFL. Yeah. And Essendon look like they're going to get some big names back. Shiel, Stringer, um, and there may have been one other. Yeah, there's a couple of possibilities. Fantasia's a chance as well. Yeah, so, and Hawthorne obviously lose Wingard, although he hasn't been, what, a lot of Hawthorne supporters thought he was going to bring to the table this year so far with all of his injuries. And obviously, uh, rough heads a sneaky chance, but uh, again, who didn't didn't get to see either team this week because of the bye. Um, neither Very team, hard to know where they're at. Neither neither team have been overly convincing. I'm gonna go with the Hawks for one reason. We've just sort of had the wood over the Dons the last few years, regardless of who's been on the on the uh, field. So if Essendon lose this, there's so gonna be some serious heat again on worth Yeah. The, yeah, again I'm I'm gonna wait to see what the final teams are and I could swap I'm literally just going on recent history that Hawthorne have just been a little bit better against the Dons over the last few years. I'm gonna go with the Dons just to make it a bit interesting, but at the same yeah. time, I don't I don't know the obviously the teams, but at this stage, I might go with the Dons. Uh, Saturday's games: Suns versus the Saints. So Dude. where is Riverway? So this is in um, uh, what starts with T? Oh, Northern Townsville, right up in Townsville. Wow, this, this could is the be the first AFL game for points in Townsville. Wow, fact, fact. That was a fact. There that was go. a fact, not an opinion. No. Um, here is an opinion. Um, after slagging the uh, Suns off and saying that they are probably going to win, win. I'd... no, it's Townsville. Also, the Saints have had a big long break. They've just come back from China. Now they've got to go to Townsville. Yeah, so I think they might be a bit. Je- are they actually back from China yet? Yeah, they'd have to be physically back in the country. Surely it was only like an extra couple of days. Oh no, I just wasn't sure if they were allowed back. Oh, isn't there like jailed? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so being so bad on the day. So coming from there, I suppose I'll be used to the humidity, having played in China yeah, recently. Yeah, they were for um, days too. Although I don't think there's that much smog in Townsville. No, there's no cars. What if they? China. Do you reckon they can get more people at this game than at China? Yes. Um, no, I'm going to go with the Suns. I reckon this is that win that you're you touched on this is their win this is their last win for the year okay they win up in Townsville yeah win up in Townsville I just yeah too much travel for the Saints two, two international yeah. flights well they'll yeah <laughs> effectively effectively uh, oh god knows who cares Suns, yeah. Suns for me uh, Frio versus the Port Adelaide Power at the um, this is at the skate rink, isn't it? That is Optus Stadium. This yes. Concrete jungle. Yeah. Or whatever. This is a, um, this is a Dockers. Bloody tough. Oh, look, I can't see Port Adelaide getting up for this, so I'm going to go to the Dockers just because of where it is. And Yeah, I think so. No lob is, is bad. A um, couple of injuries, no good. Good. But yeah. I don't know. I, I'm probably thinking Frio just as well. But Does uh, Ben will come back? Maybe. Ooh. Anyway. To do a calf. Yeah, just to break down one more time, just yeah. to have his farewell game. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag opinion. Uh, yeah, opinion. Uh, I, I am going to tip Freo, yeah, but right. I, I am not sure about that one. Yeah, uh, same. I'm exactly the same. What you said. Can the Curtain back it up again against the Doggies at Marvel? 
they can. But they won't. And they won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the dogs too. Uh, I think I've got to go. Uh, look, it will, again, another game which... They'll drink their bathwater all week. Oh, they'll be drunk at this game. They'll be like, yeah. All the soap. Yeah. So, look, again, depends on ins and outs. Well, they won the flag last week. They'll be pretty tired, Carlton. They will be. Remember how St. Kilda were in the second grand final? It's tiring, two grand finals. Um, If the doggies lose this, again, there should be heat, but there won't be. And their finals... Uh, chances are out the window if they lose this. The Blues, uh, yeah, I'm going the doggies at this point in time. As good as Carlton's been very recently, and if Cripps oh, gets over 30, the weekend, over the weekend mm. uh, uh, if Cripps comes out and gets a million possessions again, obviously that's going to be difficult, but I don't know. I'm going to tip the dogs. they got to win something again. Uh, North versus the Giants on the Sunday. Who have we got like four people watching that game? Uh, what do we think? Oh, I don't want to think it's too far away. Um, Blindstone Arena. Ruse are playing good footy. GWS have been playing okay footy. They need a win, the Giants, though. They do. They shouldn't have lost last week. Yeah. Um, 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 the Ruse don't lose down in Tassie, though. No, I know, but it, I, 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 I have fallen into that trap before, but I reckon rebound game for, for Giants. They'll come out and go, oh, hang on. Yeah, well, I don't see them losing two weeks in a row. I'm going north. Yep. Oh no, I'll wait. I don't know. Draw, draw. Yeah, I'm going to draw. That's happened down there a couple. It of times. has. Yeah, going for a draw. Okay, I'm going to go up the Giants. Uh, just, but I think it'll Is be Toby a good Green game. Back this week? Don't know. Not no. sure. They need him back desperately. It's too early to know. It's only yeah. Tuesday. It's, it's all secrets. It is secret, secret squirrels at this point. Wow. Thank you for listening. Take care. Hopstone.com.au. No live show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with the live show. Absolutely. We will do this sort of an episode again next week. I just remember hashtag opinion. Hashtag opinion. Hashtag fact. Take care. Take care, guys. Goodbye.